0: It's David James Young, back for another week of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. I hope you're well. I hope life is treating you well. I hope you're getting out to a bunch of shows. I hope you're keeping warm in this weather. Good God. The weather we're having, people. My goodness. Deary, deary me. It's Friday. We're back once again. Sorry it's been another few weeks since an episode has come out. But uh, I have now a very good backlog of episodes with national and international guests. And I'm very excited to be sharing that with you very, very soon. Heaps to get through, heaps to share with you. But before we got into that, I really, really wanted to get this one out because uh, I've had this one sitting ready to go for quite some time. For context, I believe this was recorded in September of last year. So <laughs> it's been a long time coming. I recorded it around the same time that I recorded the uh, the Katana. Episode from last year. This was recorded at I Love Life, which was the festival that went down at the Manning Bar, headlined by the Bennies, uh, also joined by the crew in High Tension, Camp Cope, the aforementioned Kayatana, and this guy, Mr. Jordan Hudkins. Jordan Hudkins is the lead singer, guitarist, and songwriter in Roswell Kid. Roswell Kid are a kick-ass... West Virginia-based power pop band. They came to Australia for the very first time last September with the Poison City Weekender, uh, also doing a run of shows in support of lifetime friends of the show, The Bennys. It was really, really awesome to get to see these guys. I saw them, I think, three times all up on this tour. And, uh, yeah, they absolutely crushed it every single night. So I'm very, very happy to be uh, sharing this chat that I had, thanks to... Chris Bosmer from Jackknife and now Pool House Records uh, for helping to set this one up. Absolute legend. Really, really appreciate the help. And of course, massive thank you to Jordan for taking the time to speak to me. Really, really appreciate it. I think this turned out pretty well, considering we had never met and never spoken prior to this uh, getting recorded. But uh, I've managed to make that work in the past, I think. So, uh, yeah. All, pre- all, all, all good things, all things considered, I reckon. Uh, the reason I'm posting it now is because it's it's funnier. <laughs> uh, in the interview, you'll actually hear Jordan talking about Roswell Kid going in to make a new record and then putting out that album next year. Well, it's this year, and that album is out now. Uh, the album is called Precious Art, and it is out uh, through Cooking Vinyl Australia. Uh, very, very dear good friends at Cooking Vinyl Australia. And, uh, yeah, you can pick up that bad boy now, and I strongly recommend it. It is an absolute corker. They just continue to impress and entertain, and I really, really like the record, and I'm glad that I was finally able to get this one out. So, uh, yeah, today's episode is with Jordan Hudkins from Roswell Kid. Before we go any further, if you like what we're doing over here at All My Friends Are In Bar Bands, please, please spread the word. Uh, you can tag us on Facebook, all my friends are in Bar Bands. We're on Twitter, at Bar Bands Pod, B-A-R-B-A-N-D-S-P-O-D. Maybe share it online, tell your friends about it, rate and review and subscribe. Every little bit helps, and we really appreciate any, uh, any and all support that comes this way. That's just a couple of the free things that you can do. If you do happen to have a couple of bucks lying around, then I would absolutely love it if you headed over to Patreon and considered supporting us over there. Patreon is a monthly service in which, for as little as $1 a month, you can help financially support this podcast and keep it up and running for the foreseeable future. Uh, Yeah, uh, you get it free, but the podcast actually does cost a bit to host online and have to travel to the interviews to make those possible, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of random things that go into making this podcast a possibility, so any and all support that comes our way is so, so appreciated. Uh, thank you so much to Liam Sherlaw, who just uh, recently became a patron, donating $5 a month, which is absolutely awesome. There's a whole list of absolute legends that I read out every single month. I'll read them out next episode in full, but you guys know who you are. You guys are part of what keeps this all going, and it is so, so appreciated. Thank you so, so much. If you would like to be a patron on the podcast and find out who's going to be on the podcast before anyone else, you can by heading over to patreon.com slash barbands. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash b-a-r-b-a-n-d-s. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch, Barband's Pod on Twitter, B-A-R-B-A-N-T-S-P-O-D, you can hit me up direct at DJ Y Rights, W-R-I-T-E-S, Barbandspod at gmail.com. Let me know what you're doing, what music you're putting out. Let me know what you're listening to. Let me know, let me know who you'd like to hear on the podcast. Let me know what I can do to help you. Because that's what this is really all about, isn't it? <laughs> Alright, I've rabbited it on for too bloody long. Let's kick on. Let's get into it right now. Uh, this is a brand new episode of All My Friends Are in Bar Bands with Jordan Hudkins of Roswell Kid. Rock on. David J. Jung, and all my friends are in bar bands. Today, I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Jordan Hudkins. Hi. How are you, mate?
1: Great. How are you?
0: I'm doing just well. Uh, it is Saturday afternoon. We are here for I Love Life, which is uh, the kind of the tail end of the, the madness of the Poison City Weekender, where Roswell Kid performed and have been uh, been run around Australia by uh, previous guests and longtime friends of the show, The Bennies. How's it all been going, man?
1: It's been... A whirlwind trip. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can imagine. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's actually the first half of uh, the tour. We w- were just hanging out in Melbourne for like eight days, yeah, playing yeah, in right. and around Melbourne. And then uh, a few days ago, we started uh, traveling outside of the city. Like we went, did Mornington in, uh, Warrnambool mm. and Warrnambool and Adelaide last night. And now Sydney today. So it really picked up. It was a slow pace to begin with. You yeah, know. Know. but that was. Really cool because Melbourne was awesome. And this is all of our first time in Australia. Yeah, right. So it was cool to actually get some time in a city. Because normally, you know, in the States when we're on tour, we're yeah. in Chicago for a night and then we're gone. Yeah. We're yeah. in, you know, San Francisco for a night and then we're gone. Mm-hmm. So it was bizarre to be in a foreign country for the first time. And actually get to hang out in one place—it kind of felt a little bit like vacation. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> it was awesome, and the shows were great. Weekender was really fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool.
0: Nice one, man. How did you get in contact with uh, the Bennies and in, in Poison City? If they uh, kind of want to bring you out for a while, or how did it all come about?
1: Well, we met the Bennies for the first time in Glasgow in the spring can't remember the name of the festival that we were playing we played a a show earlier in the day and they played a late night party and we met a a couple of them came to our show and then we went and saw their show that night we all ended up staying at the same hostel so that's when we really got to know the guys yeah right but apparently they were aware of us beforehand because they met the hotelier when the hotelier toured down here Ah, and and I think uh, Christian showed them Roswell Kid. And that's how they found out about us. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah, they were like, you should tour with these guys. And they were like, sounds cool. And <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah.
0: Well, it's great to have you here. <laughs> yeah, it's great to be here. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I begin these by kind of tracing back uh, the initial interest in music, uh, specifically when it changed from being something that you were just kind of watching on TV or just listening to or anything like that to being something that you actually wanted to do so I guess kind of talk us to your childhood and your upbringing how music kind of affected into that Uh, well
1: I was born into a pretty musical household yeah right my mom was the uh, church choir director my dad played piano in church my dad was the high school band director they they were both involved in community theater pretty heavily and they loved like Broadway musicals that's all I heard growing up yeah, like Broadway musical soundtracks No shit yeah. So I heard that a lot And then I and then I got got into Weird Al Because that was like the
0: Of course That was the
1: family friendly music that my parents would let me listen to <laughs> And then I eventually got into Green Day And then after I got into Green Day It was just all punk rock all the time Until You know maybe when I was in Discovered Weezer in high school Yeah, And, yeah. Then, <laughs> and then I allowed my pace to slow down a little bit a little more mellow after that and got really into the shins in college yeah sure pavement yeah uh, yeah so yeah that's a that's a abridged version <laughs>
0: <laughs> can i assume that we now didn't get you into playing accordion at
1: all no not at all we had an accordion in my house i think it, it was some kind of squeeze box that we had in my house and i would pick it up and annoy everybody with it but <laughs> i never really yeah it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's surprisingly easy to annoy everyone with one of those oh i know yeah <laughs>
0: How about um, when you? When did you uh, start playing guitar or singing? Like, uh, at what point did that kind of uh, um, start?
1: Uh, I started playing guitar in uh, high school. I think I was 15, like my uh-huh. sophomore year of high school, 10th grade. Yeah. My dad had a, like, a classical acoustic laying around the house, mm-hmm. and I picked it up and just started learning, like, Green Day songs. You know? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I would... My mom had a big yardstick at home, and I would pretend I was playing bass on the yardstick on to, like, no effects records, and then yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. it's kind of like, I kind of want to actually learn how to do this, so, then I actually tried to learn how to play guitar.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. And did you, were you learning to sing at the same time, or was that something that came later on? I
1: hated singing for a really? really, yeah? Long. Yeah, I hated it, because, I don't know, growing up, I didn't, like, I wasn't, you know, we were always listening to those musicals, and I guess maybe... I was trying to rebel against you know what my parents like, and I didn't like I didn't like singing. I I had stage fright really bad as a kid, mm-hmm. and then and then one day I was in this production of Cinderella. I played a jester, <laughs> and I got the acting bug, and I got the stage bug, the performance bug. You mm. know, like it bit one me, musical it bit me theme. on yeah. the ass. Yeah. And then I was from there. I was like, oh man, singing's kind of rad. I <laughs> like this. So so yeah. Then I just sort of embraced it. and... Yeah, I had an okay voice. I could carry a pitch somewhat, so (laughs) So I just kept going with it.
0: Yeah, sure. When did you play music live for the first time? Uh, Were you still in high school at that point? Did that come later on?
1: I was in the high school marching band, but does that count? Oh,
0: totally. When did (laughs) you play the marching band? Uh,
1: I played tuba. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, sousaphone, yeah, yeah, the big one. Yeah, that was cool.
0: You get to follow fat people around all the time you know yeah
1: Yeah. I liked it because um, the instrument was so big I couldn't take it home to practice so I, I didn't have to practice I just played it at school and left it at school I didn't have to carry it around I loved it that's genius <laughs> yeah
0: did you have uh, bands in high school or anything like that like just keep going doing covers or anything like that no
1: I just played in my room just learning learning the instrument in my room yeah um, right. I didn't even write a song until I'd gone away to college that's when I wrote my first song yeah rise yeah I don't I don't know there just wasn't any music scene in. I'm because I'm from a town of like 500 people
0: no shit I'm a really
1: tiny town in the middle of West Virginia there's like one stoplight in the entire county wow yeah, That sort of that sort of laid back sparse rural vibe uh, so yeah there was not a lot going on yeah. not many people in my high school were into the kind of music that I was into mm. Let alone trying to start a band, yeah, and, you yeah. know, on that same wavelength.
0: Contextually, like, uh, is is there was there like a nearby city or anything like that, or was, was everything just hours away?
1: The closest city would have been uh, Charleston, which is the capital of West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, and it uh, was like two hours away.
0: Yeah, yeah. Christ, So, yeah, yeah you kind of got to make your own entertainment out mm-hmm. those kind of places, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in a similar position, you know, in a small town, you know two hours away from pretty much anything you yeah know, the record, like the, the local record store is just like that's your ticket to the world yeah, you know? like, yeah. anything that they've got it's just like ah oh, yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's stuff. There's life outside of my bedroom right right yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's like going to a, there was a you know I forget what it was called a Sam Goody or something mm. like like a like one of those like mall chain mm. music stores mm. that for some reason sells like blacklight posters of Dr. Seuss characters yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I would go there and I remember like. Looking at the same CDs every time I go, and like always, like trying to decide which one I wanted to pick up. It was usually a Punkorama compilation because they were yeah, only five nice. books. Oh yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, those. Pretty much uh, destroyed all those just listening <laughs> to them so much. Totally,
0: yeah. man. Totally. So, where did you go to college? Where did you move to? Uh,
1: I went to school in West Virginia in this small town called Shepherd, Shepherdstown. Okay. This college called Shepherd University. It's, it's like it. It was like 90 minutes outside of D.C. and Baltimore, so Mm, there was a little more shit going on there than where I was from. A lot more shit going Mm. on than where I was from. And there were musicians and, like, there were bands at the college, like, people putting on shows, which is something that was brand new to me. And, like, just the whole DIY scene thing that I had no idea existed up until that point. Yeah, yeah. So... Put together a band with some of my friends first year of college and that I can't remember what, what our first show was but it may have been on the steps of our dorm we tried to do some kind of like guerrilla cool ass oh, yeah. shit like <laughs> we're just gonna play and everybody yeah. we, that may have been my first time playing in a rock band in public quote unquote public yeah
0: <laughs> what was that band called
1: uh, it was called the comma cosmonauts wow Yeah. that
0: was a mouthful I love it <laughs> yeah <laughs> how long was that kicking
1: around you no, no, yeah, six long. months <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it was we practiced a few times and played like three shows or something like that it was, mm. yeah <laughs> it was just, it was, it was fun. It was all learning experiences. Cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. So were you singing in that band?
1: Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I wrote, yeah, a couple of like, like uh, sci-fi metal songs, <laughs> and would sing those.
0: Sci-fi metal. I'm into it.
1: Yeah, it was weird. Like the other guy who was writing songs in the band was writing like these pop punk songs, and I was writing these like. I don't even know I, yeah, was stupid they were just dumb <laughs> my songs were awful <laughs> oh
0: you, you yeah the first songs you ever write are. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah 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 <laughs> one gets it exactly right the first time <laughs> right right <laughs> how long now after that did you kind of move on to another project uh, were you in many kind of different bands before Ross Kid started in earnest or
1: no not really uh, after that first band experience uh, Adam our guitar player and I We had a band with our our good friend Tucker called The Demon Beat for like seven years. It was like a garage rock band. We tried, you know, we we put out like three records and tried to tour as much as we could. Yeah, yeah. Got out of the state, which was cool. We got to, you know, we got to see a lot of the country for the first time and put in a good run with that band. And then then I think we just sort of went our, Adam moved to Nashville and we sort of went our separate ways a little bit. And uh, And then Roswell Kidd you know it was basically just a recording project and we we'd put together a band to play a couple of shows here and there yeah and then we got before the before our last record too shabby came out we got picked up for a, a full u.s tour so that kind of kicked it into higher gear for us yeah, yeah. and then it was just like a snowball after that ever since and yeah yeah damn here two years later here i am in sydney <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. What was the demon beat like, like uh, stylistically? Like, oh, what kind of uh, it was thing like you were going
1: for? We were like really into like uh, the Stooges and oh uh, okay, it's
0: more punk sort of stuff.
1: Uh, it was like garage rocky, mm. like grungy, bluesy type stuff. Yeah, sure. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that kind of feel, you know.
0: What kind of shows were you playing, touring-wise? Were these like more like uh, like clubs, bars, bars, sort of stuff? a yeah. lot of
1: bars, uh, houses. Things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of empty shows. <laughs> small, small shows, you know. Weird towns in the middle of nowhere, that yeah. sort of thing. Just, But it was fun, and, you know.
0: Was it just one of those things where you just, like, play anywhere that someone will remotely have ha- had any idea of who you are? Yeah, we yeah. drove...
1: We, someone sent us a message on MySpace. Ah, uh, this is, yeah. Yeah, to uh, asking if we would come play at their bar in Mississippi. We didn't have a guarantee financially it was a 15 hour drive one Holy way shit. and we agreed to it and we drove 15 hours to mississippi from west virginia to play one show and then drove immediately home somehow though we made money which was crazy <laughs> and but yeah that i think to this day that still might be the most ridiculous one-off that we've ever that i've ever been a part of just like
0: it's Fucking wild!
1: Like in retrospect, it's like, what were we thinking? <laughs> but you know, it worked out and it was you're young, fun. You're
0: not thinking, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> like
1: to answer your question, yeah, we would go anywhere that someone with the slightest idea. Yeah. <laughs> <fuck laughs> yeah. yeah, you would. Why wouldn't
0: you? Yeah, <laughs> you know. So good. Yeah,
1: we were we were we were hungry and ready to go. You
0: know? Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah. Well, at what point did that kind of run course? And how, how did that kind of figure out? Was it the relocation thing? Or? Yeah,
1: Adam. You know, Adam really wanted to try his hand like playing guitar in Nashville because you know if he wants to make his living playing guitar playing his instrument you know you can't really do that in West Virginia yeah this is true and luckily we're able to work it out to where he can tour with Roswell Kids still and be involved you know I write I write the songs and I send everybody the initial demos so it doesn't impede the writing process we can schedule recording around his schedule. you know he keeps the schedule open based on what touring opportunities we have coming up. so mm-hmm. we've been able to work it out for Roswell Kid uh, just because things are a little more structured than they were in the band before, just because you know like we're getting picked up for tours. Uh, things are getting scheduled further ahead of time and they're mm-hmm. more they're more uh you know less chance of things falling through, stuff like that, you know
0: yeah, yeah yeah. When was the first Roswell Kit show?
1: It was in 2011? Mm hmm. October 2011. I can't remember what day. It was at this little restaurant in Shepherdstown called the Blue Moon Cafe. Yeah, right. And we played, yeah, that was our first show.
0: You guys never struck me as the, the cafe, coffee shop type?
1: hey, we gotta start somewhere. (laughs) This is true. This is
0: very true. (laughs) What was that like? It
1: was, it was surprisingly like good and fun. Like a lot of our friends came out and it felt like a great show. Mm -hmm. It was cool. We started off our entire live career by getting heckled before we even played one note. This guy was sitting there like basically right in front of me sitting down against the wall and I was trying to tell the crowd before we started that, you know, this is our first show Thanks so much for being there. It really means a lot. We're excited, these are songs, you know. And this guy was just like, just play. And, <laughs> and so <laughs> you I started awesome. And so I started off our first set of our first live show ever by passive-aggressively saying, okay, in the microphone. <laughs> so it was great. <laughs> It was awesome. Oh, that's so
0: good. There's
1: a video of it on the internet, I think. You can oh. see. <laughs> I'll look that up.
0: That will be in the show notes, people. We'll find that. We'll pump that down. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, unreal. That's
1: great. Yeah, yeah.
0: So when did things kind of pick up for, for Roswell? Like, uh, did, did you start touring not too long after that? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, like... We,
1: uh, we were doing, sort of following, you know, the model that we were used to, like, long weekends, when we could, uh, people that we played shows with before, that sort of thing, you know, sh- show swaps, house shows, DIY spots. And then Broken World Media, from based out of Pittsburgh, put out our first record on cassette and then that introduced us to, like, the, the people that follow that label and sort of uh, introduced us to that scene. And then uh, Broken World put out Too Shabby and uh, the World is a Beautiful Place and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die I took us on tour in fall of 2014. Nice. And that Mendingale. was... Yeah, they're incredible. And that was that was our first, you know, U.S. tour. That was our first time past Chicago West, you know? Like, it was my first time, like, in Seattle and Portland, like, that area. And have, was... you
0: done, have you done a further drive than Mississippi since?
1: Or? We've done longer drives. We have not done... A blind one-off show with no idea what kind of money was going to be involved ever again.
0: <laughs> well, what is the, what's the furthest now? Like a, that doesn't involve planes. Like what's the furthest drive that you've done?
1: Well, we just drove back. We just toured with Motion City Soundtrack, and, oh, it, and okay. it Yeah, yeah, they were just here, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, actually, uh, when I saw them uh, the day before I flew into Melbourne, their keyboardist was wearing a Roswell Kid shirt. Oh, cool! Awesome! Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> Get a free publicity. Yeah,
1: thank you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> that tour ended in Orlando. Yeah. And we had to drive just straight back from Orlando to West Virginia, and it took like 17 hours, 18 hours. Hectic. And then one time we drove from Denver to Bloomington, Indiana in one day, and I think I think that took 20 hours. Wow. I mean, you know, with stops and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But gas, still, food. And, yeah. Yeah, that, that, those are a couple of the longest ones in time.
0: What have been some of the highlights for touring as as Roswell kids so far? Uh,
1: I don't know. It's just been all of this is really unexpected and uh, just incredible. You know, I, we never thought we would get to take this band on the road across the states, let alone in Europe and in Australia. Yeah, of you know, I never thought we would be here in a million years. It's definitely. An extreme highlight. Just having the opportunity to do this. Is
0: yeah, yeah, big time. Amazing. Big time. Yeah.
1: And um, it, it's cool. Like every tour we've done is different. It's cool. Like meeting all these new. I've met so many people in the past two years. So many amazing, talented, kind, sweet people. And it just if I if I stop for too long and try to reflect on it, I get really overwhelmed because yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just like. I can't believe it. You know, it's—I don't know. It's—it's a—it's uh, it's a lot. Yeah. But it's a lot of really good shit. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, a.
0: yeah. Well, who've been your favorite bands to kind of play with with so far? Like you said, like a bunch of uh, bands have kind of given you that boost and have, you know been wrapping you guys.
1: I mean, every band that we've toured with has been really cool, and for one reason or another, like it's always been positive. I, we have we have yet to had the experience of touring with a band that we get home and we're just like, man, what a bunch of jerks. <laughs> I genuinely, like, everyone yeah, that we yeah. toured with, like, we come away as friends with them, and, like, we just have a great time, and, and like, I'm really thankful for that, too. You know, I've, I've heard horror stories, yeah, sure. and I'm, and I, you know, maybe, I don't, maybe we're just lucky, maybe, you know, it's just too early. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll, you know, one day we'll get... Screwed over or something, but right now I'm just I'm happy that you know. that
0: You got a good strength you know, guy. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like uh we toured with the hotel. You're a bunch. Yeah, sure. and they're they're so fun and amazing such cool band, dude. Yeah. yeah, they're amazing, amazing band. You know, into it over it. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll be here in a couple of weeks.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's his first time, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, sorry. So I'm
0: opening for him.
1: Awesome. Oh, cool. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah I, I told him uh, that the rev. I saw that's where he's going to be playing in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, and I, in Melbourne, I, yeah, I texted him the other day. I was like, you, that venue's fucking rad. You're going to love it. It's it's a lot like this place in... Uh, You've been to Gainesville, Florida? I can't say I have. Okay, there's a venue there called Boca Fiesta. Okay. And um, that's where we played at the fest last year at Boca yeah. Fiesta. And it kind of has that same vibe, like, uh, two, two stages. And then, like good food like tacos and nice. stuff courtyard yeah yeah but i told Evan, i was like you're gonna love this place it's Fuck, really yeah good. yeah i mean we toured with Pup. oh yes Ooh. they'll
0: be here in a few weeks too yeah <laughs> that's
1: gonna be insane Oh, I can't that wait. that tour in the states where they just put out that new record and they like they were selling out shows they sold out like every show but two on that tour yeah. and it was just phenomenal to get to see all their hard work paying off for them in real time like right in front of our eyes and be a part of it and like Get to watch that happen for them. Yeah. It was oh, so yeah. cool! It was so awesome, and I'm really happy for those guys. I think they're crushing it over in Europe right now. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're just they they are, uh, yeah. It's yeah.
0: A, we just had Kayatana on, and they can't speak hardly enough of those. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They're getting ready
1: to go back out on the road with them too. So yeah. That's cool.
0: Isn't it amazing? Yeah. Yeah. It's a small world, isn't it? It <laughs> is a really small. Like
1: when we were at the corner hotel the other night. Yeah. I walked in and Cayetana was playing, and I was like, last time I saw this band was, uh, I think it was in D.C., mm. like halfway across the world. Mm. And now here they are in this, you know, tiny venue in Melbourne, and we're just hanging out. Yeah. both of our first times in Australia. Yeah, like, And I'll probably see them again, like, within months once we're back in the yeah, States yeah, yeah. you know like, <laughs> it's just weird to run into all these people everywhere It's
0: yeah totally man. it's oh. really cool yeah fucking a. Um so I don't know from here what do you kind of perceive as the future of the band is this something that you're just hoping to continue with the touring and get out to you know new places and stuff like that do you have like a kind of not like a five year plan or anything but do you have like a, a vision of what you want to get out of this band from here on in
1: uh yeah I don't know it's uh, it, it's it's been like small incremental goals the entire time that this band has been our focus really yeah um at first it was just like, let's get this record out yeah after that it was, yeah, let's try to finish this u s tour after that it was like, Oh sweet, yeah, let's see how many u s tours we can do in one year <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> Like play all these shows. Yeah, yeah. It was like it'd be great to go to Europe. We did that, you know. Someone wants to take you to Australia? Hell yeah, let's do it. And at this point, it's just, uh, you know, we've we've, we're lucky enough to sign to Side One Dummy Records. Yeah. And so they're in our corner now, waiting for us to deliver a new record that we can just do the whole thing over again, but with, you know, with their help and their support. And Mm. I'm, I'm. That's like my main goal right now is. Finishing writing and recording a new record and turning it over to them so we can just hit the world again. Excellent. <laughs> do man. it all over again.
0: Oh, well, good luck with that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm,
1: I think it'll be cool. I'm excited.
0: I'm excited too, man. Yeah. Fucking hey. All right, so we'll wrap it up here, but before we do that, I ask this of all of my guests, and now, sir, it is your turn. I want to know about the best and worst shows that you have ever played.
1: Ever played? Yes. Okay, best and worst shows ever played the best show I think I I answered this question in an interview the other day yeah yeah but I'm gonna tell you uh, there are three shows that I think are like the best the first time we played fest in Gainesville
0: show sure, yeah was
1: at this bar called Dirty Nelly's and it was part of our first US tour and it was like the most crowd response and like people knew the lyrics mm. for the first time in my life like yeah. playing music Hectic, like yeah. and it was crazy to see that and not and not expect it at all it was yeah, so sure, cool sure. yeah i just remember we all felt so amazing after that show and we were all like wow like maybe we can like you know give this a go and mm. we'll see what happens and then our show at fest the following year was one of the wildest shows i've ever i've ever been a part of playing it was just Madness And I I loved every minute of it (laughs) It was cool Yeah, nice And then we played in Turin, Italy A really small show We played at the hotel here in this basement venue
0: Yeah, right
1: But there were like Kids in Italy Across the world Singing our lyrics Back to me Which Mm. Was pretty Heavy for me Like that was That was a really cool experience That I'll remember For a long time (laughs) Forever Yeah, yeah, yeah (laughs) The worst show Worst show I ever played one time, uh, our old band played a show in DC, Washington okay, DC. Yep, yep. We played the show at a venue that I shall not name. Not that it matters. I don't even know if it's there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we played the show. It was a decent turnout. You know, it wasn't bad. And I think tickets were like eight bucks or something like that.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, at the end of the night, they're divvying up money, and. The uh, promoter or sound guy or someone comes up and says, "Yeah, after uh, after we split up everything and you know paid off the sound guy and everything, uh, here's your cut for tonight. You get twenty bucks." And we were like, <laughs> we "We're yeah, we we're like, okay, well, we're just gonna we're just gonna fucking drive home. You know, let's just go home. Twenty bucks, whatever. That's fine. You know, it was a fine show. Right. So we get in the van and we're." pulling away from the venue and that guy comes running out of the venue chases us down like knocks on the window he's like wait 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 and we stop at the van we roll down the window and we're like what's wrong man what's up and he goes it's like all out of breath he's like i gave you too much money <laughs> i need ten dollars back
0: holy shit it's <laughs> Oh
1: my god! it was like just, so, just like oh okay, whatever.
0: Oh, oh that's,
1: that's equal comedy <laughs> and tragedy. That's that's
0: beautiful. Oh, that is incredible.
1: Oh yeah, that was uh that was that was so bad it's just hilarious.
0: Oh, god.
1: <laughs> guess like I said, I hope that answers your question. That's not really when we played badly, but I mean, it's just like...
0: It's a hell of a story. Yeah, I
1: mean, the set's always the set, you know? Like, whatever you're doing, it's your thing, it's art, but usually yeah. usually it's the circumstances or just, like, outliers that make the show, like, something shitty that you'll yeah, never yeah. forget, you know? <laughs> totally it's, not. Yeah. That's at least in my experience. Yeah, for
0: sure, for sure. Uh, Do you have anything you would like to plug before we get on out of here?
1: No, not really. No, no. Our music's on the internet. If you haven't heard it and you want to hear it, check it out. Well,
0: all right. That's a good plug for the internet.
1: Cool. Awesome. Yeah. It gets you know, the publicity the, it deserves. Yeah. Get out there. Just log on, log online to the internet. Yeah. www.internet.com. I think. So get out there. Yep.
0: <laughs> and the rest will come to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, thank you so much for your time thank today. You. Thank you. I'm Ben Jones, and all my friends are awesome.